Hey everyone, welcome to the Paycheck Prison Break Podcast. This is James Wadsworth. I think this may be episode uh, 14, which is exciting. Um, just exciting that that uh, that I'm continuing to do this somewhat consistently. That's that's what's exciting. So I've been thinking lately about um, the concept of over-preparing. So when I was in school, uh, the only way the only way that I knew how to enter uh, the testing room for an exam confidently was if I had prepared way more than I needed to, right? If there was a set of material that I was pretty certain was going to be tested for the exam, I would know that not not 100%, but 200%, 150%, right? obviously arbitrary numbers here, but the, the concept was I, the only way I knew how to do well in school was to spend more time than was probably necessary studying, preparing, and getting to deeply, deeply understand what was going to be on the exam. That, that process, that method worked really well for me. Since college, I've been a little bit just slightly involved in kind of the test prep world. I was a, a Kaplan uh, SAT prep test um, or prep teacher for a little while, uh, taught some high school students as they prepared for that. And there's there's this concept that you've probably come across. Uh, and the idea is it's basically don't over prepare, right? There's this, this sort of concept that is if you prepare too much, if you uh, if you don't take a break, if you don't, um, uh, maybe it's sort of like, I think it, it is probably borrowed from athletics, right? Or sports where you, you have to peak at the right time, right? You want to peak at the playoffs. If you're in the NBA, you don't want to over-prepare. You don't want to over-prepare and, uh, and, and be too tired, be too, too overworked, be too sore, um, so that you can't perform at your very best. So you just got to prepare perfectly and, and take the test, do the exam, play the game at your peak. I have not figured out how to make that work uh, when it comes to testing. And now when it, um, I, I have not figured out how to make that work when it comes to my job, either my core job or my side hustle, right? Or my, my route to paycheck independence. It really comes down to just over-preparing, just spending time, getting deep and being fully and completely prepared. So for me, that takes the form of things like I write out almost a script before I get on the phone with someone, whether it's in my core job or or the side hustle, right? Before I get on the phone with someone, I write out how I'd like the conversation to go. I take notes after the call. I synthesize those notes. I, write, I try to come, uh, you know, try to, to boil it down to what did I learn? What should I do next? Uh, and I communicate those thoughts were appropriate with that person. And I've already seen amazing results for the types of partnership and um, work, uh, the type of partnership, the type of relationships that that can build. Um, it's also helped me tremendously to learn uh, to be better on the next conversation, right? So over the over prepare, I guess another angle here, another, um, Another perspective on this is kind of an idea, which I believe comes from Tony Robbins. I'm kind of, 
the idea that when you decide something, what you're doing is removing forever the possibility of any other outcome, of any other path, right? I am definitely not paraphrasing that correctly. But that concept, uh, when you decide something, you are now precluding the possibility of anything else coming to pass. This will happen. Uh, that just speaks to sort of a lot of, a lot of oomph, a lot of, yeah, a lot of will, a lot of willpower, and to, uh, to to making that desired outcome happen. So of course there are only some things that are within your control, not everything. But I have seen so many great examples of people taking the approach of, I am going to guarantee that what I want to happen will happen. And there really is a completely different mindset and a completely different way of thinking that lends itself and that leads to a totally different set of actions and activities. So um, the best example that I experienced just a, a couple of years ago, right, comes from my, my boss at my day job and his approach to helping me get promoted. So uh, in my company, promotions are not something that is uh, completely in, within the control of your, deluxe, your direct line of reports, right? It is something that is decided on by a centralized committee, most of whom may not know you personally, um, and they make their decisions and their evaluations completely based on uh, written material that you provide and that a set of four or five uh, peer and cross-functional evaluators provide about your worthiness or your uh, readiness to be promoted to the next level. So I had been through this process a couple of times before my boss took it, uh, took me through it in this way, but he took a completely different approach, a, approach, an approach I never thought of. And one that is a perfect example of, I am basically that attitude of, I am going to guarantee that this happens. I'm going to control the outcome. So normally you would write a self-evaluation for this process, and then you would put together a, a packet, which is comprised of your self-evaluation and of uh, whatever was written by other evaluators. You normally don't even see what they write. Um, everybody's asked the same questions, which are along the lines of, hey, tell me why, you know, three reasons why this person is ready to promote uh, and one thing that they should work on, one opportunity for improvement. So the approach that we took was, one, I, I labored over this self-evaluation. I mean, I spent probably 15 hours writing this. The limit was a thousand characters, so it's extremely short, but I labored over it. I even enlisted the services of some of our professional copywriters and professional proposal writers within the company to help me get it right. Um, so I took it on almost like it was an actual work assignment, not like it was a side thing that I needed to do in the evenings. That was the first step. The second step, which is really where this attitude comes into play, was we didn't just choose, you know, kind of think through four or five evaluators. We thought through a set of probably 10 potentials. For every one of them, we thought through the elements of the promotion criteria that these people could speak to uh, confidently because of the types of work I had done with them. 
then my boss went out and had conversations. And during these conversations, he didn't ask people directly if they were willing to be evaluators. Uh, he just really gauged kind of their level of enthusiasm about me in general. And from that, he chose the five evaluators um, for, for this promotion packet. Then I wrote exactly what I wanted them to submit. That's the part that it almost feels like stepping over the line, right? But this is the attitude of I'm going to guarantee an outcome. I'm going to control everything I can possibly control, can control. And I'm, I'm basically going to over-prepare, right? I wrote exactly what I wanted them to submit. I wrote out the answers. Now, this is helpful in a lot of ways, right? These are all busy people. So they're going to be happy to have a script written, right? Uh, basically for them to just copy and paste. Then, of course, the way that we, we messaged to them was uh, that they could use this was basically, hey, look, James has thought through the work that you've done in the past that uh, would be applicable uh, or that would be appropriate to discuss in answer to these questions that you will be asked in your evaluation. Uh, he has provided a draft of what you can submit. Of course, please make this your own or, or do what you feel is best and then submit it. And then we sent those out to all those evalu evaluators. We also monitored very closely uh, in whatever way we could when evaluations were being submitted. It's all done through a through a system, through a software system. So that whole process was completely different, right? But I ended up with tons of material, tons of work, uh, and a very successful promotion packet. So I have now taught that process to probably five or six other people, just because it's so different from how we would normally think about that, right? Normally, oh, hey, promotions are coming up. I'm going to choose four or five people. I'm going to say, hey, will you write an evaluation for me? And that's the end of it. But this is a completely different level of over preparation, of taking things, taking control, uh, and of just approaching things with that attitude of I am going to guarantee the result that I desire. So now I'm looking for how can I apply that to both my day job and my side hustle. And I'm, I'm already finding exciting new approaches, exciting new ways to, uh, to, to apply that and to make good things happen. So the message here is think about how can you over-prepare, how can you guarantee the results that you're after, and how can you think about things differently than you have in the past uh, to make good things happen? All right, that's it for today. Talk to you again soon.